You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh. Uh huh. Yeah, come from away is what I saw today, and by today I mean a couple weeks ago. Yeah, come to the rock, a welcome to the rock, welcome to Gander. I'm the mighty leprechaun that runs Gander Newfoundland. <laughs> welcome to Freestyle Failure Supreme. Hi, Alan. How's my boy? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. I love you so much. How's the uh, the Boston's? It's good. It's amazing. It's um the the music is freaking incredible. And then also like little kid me just like sitting next to Idina while she belts her face off. Are you kidding me? Right. And um these kids in the show they're just unbelievable. They're incredible. Um one of them is a little TikTok star named Perovi. A um, little, a little TikTok star. Little, she has millions, millions of followers. It's amazing. And I'm not on the tick and the talk. I'm too old. They won't let me. <laughs> um, but also, like, the kid who plays my son, Michael William, he, uh, he was on The Voice. And let me tell you, his voice is remarkable. It's just, like, a really great company filled with lots of loving, loving people. And it reminds me of... Why I love nice people, why I love theater, and I can't wait for you to come and see it. Oh, and, I cannot um, wait. You know, we've had a little layoff, and I've been able to come back to New York and see some shows. And as you know, Come From Away is one of my longtime favorites. During the pandemic, it made me, I would think about it and be like, I want to see that. I want to be able to experience that kind of love again. And I did. And I'm so honored to have some of the cast on there, including my baby Astrid. Can't wait to tell you how we met. All right. Are you ready, Alan? Are you ready? I'm ready. Roll the music. Boom.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Josh Swallow's Broadway. I am so freaking excited. Okay, so one of my favorite shows ever is Come From Away. And uh, for those of you who don't know what Come From Away is, and if if you don't, you're a monster. You're an absolute <laughs> monster that does not deserve love. Um, okay, so it is... Uh, the show was the New York Times critics pick. It takes you into the heart of the remarkable true story of 7,000 stranded passengers and the small town in Newfoundland that welcomed them. And I'm so excited that they, oh my gosh, I'm just coming, I'm coming up with this, that they have come from away onto my fucking show. We have DeLon Grant, Katrina Bromley, and Astrid Van Veren. <laughs> Josh. Hello. Hi. Number one, Josh. I have to say you pronounced Newfoundland correctly, so you already win. <laughs> because Katrina, you you're from Newfoundland. I am, yeah. Yeah. Like, would you would you go on holiday to Gander? Is that a thing? Like the family would say, let's go to Gander, everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Have, have you been to Gander before you did the show? I had been many times, yeah. Um, Gander, uh, I have family who lived there and, um, it's the way that, uh, the island, the province's two portions is a mainland and an island portion and Newfoundland is the island. Labrador is the mainland portion. So on the island, on Newfoundland, when you're going anywhere to visit anybody who lives anywhere else on the island, you have to take the one highway, <laughs> one highway goes right across the uh, the island and gander is literally on the highway so it when you're leaving st john's where i'm from it's about three three and a half hours to gander so by the time you get there it's like lunch or we need gas so <laughs> gander has always sort of been that town for a lot of people uh but it does have the big international airport and uh um uh the interior of the island for a long time had a very uh, vivid uh, pulp and paper industry. Uh, Ganders, because Newfoundland is a very fishing oriented history, but the interior is all pulp and paper and, and wood and all those sorts of minerals and stuff like that. So wow. it's, it's, it's an interesting difference. Yeah. Sure. It's my dream. I mean, I just imagine like when you approach all the characters are there being like, Welcome to the rock. And there's like Bonnie, your character, who I adore. And then there's Beulah being like, come on in. Uh, is your son a firefighter? Let's talk. Um, that's, that's exactly what happens. They're all on the highway waiting. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Just being like. Doom, do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, now, Petrina, I'm a little obsessed with you. Um, your character, Bonnie, I think is the one that I relate to most in the show because I'm such an animal nut. And the first time I saw it, I was like, there there are animals on, on the plane. What's going to happen? And then you show up because you play the head of the SPCA in Gander, right? Right. Bonnie Harris. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not going to give anything away, but it's just so heartfelt and so moving. And this is your Broadway debut, right? You too, Delanya. It is my brother Davy, yes. That's mm -hmm. amazing. And um, me too. Oh right, Astrid, it's yours as well. Three debuts all in one. That's yes, incredible. The debuts. Check us well, out. Yeah. I I love all, all your careers. Um, Delon, let's start with you. You're from Minnesota? Yeah, I grew up in northern Minnesota, yeah. Uh-huh. Duluth, very cold on right on Lake Superior. Okay. And what got you started with performing? 
Um, you know, I, I really was what I call a misguided youth. I like didn't like school necessarily. I just didn't, didn't feel like I belonged there. Right. And then, um, I started singing in choir because I didn't want to play the tuba anymore. Cause that was the, <laughs> the, the, the instrument assigned to me. I, I was I did the not biggest know you kid. Played tuba. <laughs> well, I didn't want, I wouldn't play anything else. Trumpet, clarinet, like give me the recorder. I don't care, but not this big old thing, but I was big kid. So I had to, that's what I was assigned. And then I dropped out of that started doing uh, choir and then the musical came up and I was like oh uh, yeah I'll continue doing that I got into my first play and the rest is history just because that was a, a group of weirdos like me right um, who liked music who um, told stupid jokes that didn't make sense right <laughs> um, I found a tribe of people where I belonged I was a dork I'm curious like Astrid said I was always taking classes I'm, I'm very curious smart kid. I was a very curious, smart kid, but I just didn't have an outlet for that. I didn't have a teacher kind of giving attention to that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I found uh, theater and I just kept doing it. And then I found that I could do it for a living. I could study it in college and I, I was done. I was like, oh, that's it. That's all I want to do. Um, yeah. And you yeah. went to Michigan. I went to University of Michigan. I studied acting there. Go blue. Uh, Go blue, amazing blue. Uh, yeah, hail to the victors valiant. Um, and then I went to the Boston Conservatory of Music to get my master's in musical theater. Oh my um, gosh, you're all right. He he likes school. That's <laughs> I was terrible at school. I dropped out and became a phone sex operator, and then somehow got my equity card. Wait, shut the front door. It's true. Yeah, my parents were really really proud. Hi, hi, this is Fiona. Um, oh yeah. my gosh, Josh. Yeah, it was great. Training. Where's your memoir? Oh, it's coming out in 50 years. <laughs> Me and my shadows, the Josh Lehman story. Um, I'm here for it. I, all I of had it. no idea that phone sex was an equity gig. Oh, well, it led to the equity gig. It might as well be. I mean, if you go to equity, they'll give you a contract for, for whatever. If you're like, I want to raise a cat. They're like, we have a contract for that. It doesn't pay anything. We'll protect you, sort of. Um, right, sort of. If, if you pay us, yeah, we'll protect you. <laughs> and so, Delon, prior to come from away, you did three years on Jersey Boys. Yeah, I toured with uh, uh, internationally and domestically with Jersey Boys for three and a half years. I did. That's um, amazing. I played Barry Belson. I followed in uh, Titus Burgess's shoes, which nobody should ever, um, <laughs> because that man is, is an ins has an insane voice and is an insane talent. So, um, but yeah, I did that for for three and a half years. I uh, tried to pay off some student loan debt, and then. Finally landed back in here in to New York. And then, you know, shortly after there, I tripped over Come From Away and um, they'll have to pry it from my my cold, dead hands. So, well, <laughs> well, let's talk about that. When did you get the audition? Um, I was at my sixth callback for Hamilton or excuse me. Yeah, my sixth audition for Hamilton. Um, and uh, I wasn't going to get that. <laughs> but uh, the casting director uh, for at Telsey, also cast come from away. They needed somebody pretty quickly. So like, I just happened to be there auditioning. They saw my face and they were like, oh, that guy, uh, call his agent. Um, so I auditioned literally the next day for come from away. And I had one call back and then 
and then I got it's like it's 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 a weird quintessential Broadway story of like you fight you're fight you're fighting for this thing and you think okay well it, maybe it'll happen maybe it won't and then Broadway's like here you go yeah <laughs> you know and I knew nothing about Come From Away I knew that uh, years like a couple of years ago somebody was people were talking about the 9-11 musical um, and we all were kind of like well that sounds weird uh, and then uh, my agent was like Come From Away wants you to audition and I was like what who um, okay, you know, who am I now? now looking back? I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Uh, I, I'm actually glad that I didn't know much about it because I think I would have been more anxious had I known what it is. And yeah, that week, I think the next week I went to go see it and I was like, oh God, I'm in this? Oh God. <laughs> we're so wow. lucky and we're so lucky. Oh, absolutely. You. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. And, and then you got, you got flown to, to Newfoundland. I mean, you got to go there too. I did. And is 20... that what they do? That's like, welcome <laughs> on board. You're going to Newfoundland. <laughs> we have the, awesome. weird, the, the weirdest hazing ritual on Broadway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I wish that they would do that because like yeah. going to it, I, honestly, I, I felt like it was Disneyland, right? I, I went in 2018. I was, um, uh, there was a, an article that was being published in the New Yorker magazine. Um, the New York, mm, the New Yorker, I think. Uh, and um yeah, they were take. They wanted to do a story about Newfoundland and a story about uh, Come From Away, and I, the producers chose me to go with a with a producer of the story, a writer, and a photographer. So it was just me in the Disneyland of Newfoundland as like you know like a VIP, which was so cool. Um, <laughs> and I got to eat all the stuff that we talk about, Towtons and Cotagratin, and I met all of the Come From or excuse me the the um, Newfoundlanders, the Ganderites that I hadn't met that we talk about in the story. Wow. Um, I got to meet like so many people that my character interacts with you know yeah I, there's this the, a mayor that that my um uh the, the guy that i play um his name is tom mccown but bob is the character he stays with this mayor Durham, and i got to go to Durham's house and have dinner with his wife and his kids and i mean i i was in disneyland i literally was in disneyland the the, the people i was with were kind of like oh okay you know well this this is a place and i'm like, like no, no we guys. gotta go ride the beulah and, and kiss the fish Seriously. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Did that's you cool. have Jameson with this mayor? Isn't that the uh, thing? Like uh no, it's called Screech, Josh. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. Screech? Somebody at a business meeting was like, let's call this booze screech. <laughs> that's yeah, incredible. no, I got I got screeched in. It's a it's like kind of to use Petrina's phrase, a hazing ritual where they make it come from a ways, <laughs> um, Newfoundlanders. Um, but I got screeched in at in Durham's basement. Um, wow. and we drank Irish whiskey because my character also talks about Irish whiskey. So it was a lot of drinking that happened after that dinner for sure. The character work that you all do is so phenomenal and special. It's like when you walk in as a performer, it makes you want to be a better performer. Mm. Especially like, you know, knowing how long, you know, Petrina and Astrid, how long you've been with the show, which is from the beginning, yeah? I think 40 years now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's six, I think it's six. Well, and Petrina, you're, you're just like, Oh my gosh, you're just this incredible actress. Um, you've worked at every major regional in the universe, like Stratford Festival, <laughs> Seattle Rep, La Jolla. Um, oh my gosh, we have something in common. We both it? love Annie. The 1982 Annie. picture with Carol Burnett, my hero. Me too. 
I loved see, that. That was I, a seminal picture for me. Like that was when I really sort of went, oh my God, I want to be that kid. <laughs> same, same. Though my dream, and I'm so pissed I didn't get seen for Annie Live. I just wanted to be like, we've never had a little girl. We've never had a little girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> I put it on Instagram. I tagged Patrick Goodwin. I was like, put me in, coach, and nothing. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to cancel them. Um, we need to do our own TikTok version of it. Oh, I, I don't Please. have the tick in the talk. I, I, I don't have the tick in the talk. Um, All you have to do is mention it, though, and someone else will make it happen. That's how TikTok works. Got it. Now, Petrina, were you in Newfoundland when Come From Away came about? Uh, yes. Yeah, I actually uh, on the 10th. Uh, sort of anniversary uh, of the 2001 events, there was um, um, sort of a, a commemoration ceremony in Gander. And that was the first time a lot of the plain people, as we call them, actually came back to Gander collectively. Wow. And Beverly Bass was there. I'm pretty sure Nick and Diane were there. It was like one of those first times that everybody they had a big event and everybody came back. And I was in town with another theater company um, and randomly at a coffee shop met David and Irene who were there to do their research. They were sitting at a table with their little cue cards, getting things in order and like about to go interview somebody. And the other actor who was with me, uh, uh, Grant Tilly, who's a Canadian actor, um, like he's from Toronto. He looked around the only people in there and he goes, that is so weird. I know those two people. <laughs> mm. And so we go over and it's them and we made contact. Then they said what they were doing. And I had the same pessimism that everybody else had and was like, okay, good luck. You <laughs> tell your story, whatever your musical about people handing out sandwiches and, you know, giving people their shower for a day. Um, and um, we just stayed in touch. And then I, um, they saw me a couple of times in Toronto. I was up with a, a theater company from St. John's doing some shows and, and I was fortunate enough to be invited to audition. And then wow. I uh, set a tape and then went to New York for a callback and, and booked it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's, they're called the plain people. I always, it always, always oh, yeah. feel a bit strange saying that. Cause I was like, I'm sure there was some attractive people coming off those planes as well, <laughs> but it just, there's something about the plain people. I'm like, it is hilarious. It's like the it's airplane like they're forbidden. people, Astrid. Airplane yes, I know. People. I'm being a goofball. The plain people have come. Some say the plain people have been there for 72,000 years. Some say. Um, that's amazing. And Astrid, first of all, Astrid, I love you so much. Astrid and I met where you would least expect me to meet anyone, and that is a gym. We met at the gym. How fucking crazy Dude, is that? It was so amazing. We were we were the Pussy Von Chachas at that was the Mark name Fisher of our Fitness. Yeah. And it was it's great way that they do it because you feel so committed. We would text each other waking up saying, Are you going? Let's go. Like we would cheer each other on. And I would feel I had to go work out because I didn't want to disappoint people. I love an audience. Gotta get mm. there. <laughs> Gotta be with well, those people. Make them yeah. laugh. It was so overwhelming that first day when I saw you there because about a week prior, um, I saw you, there used to be like a tea place on like 47th and between 8th and 9th, I think. And I was having tea, tea with a friend and you were there. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's Beulah. 
<laughs> oh my god but i get you know i can be really shy for as oh, outgoing as i am yeah. and um i just couldn't say anything and then when i was like i'm gonna say something i was like up oh, beulah already left and then <laughs> like the week later i get to the gym and we see you know the group of people we're going to be working out with for six weeks and there you are and like how long did it take me to come up to you and be I like i think it was the third class yeah i was like by the way i worship the candy coated ground that you walk in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you had already been like charming us all in that class because you are so fun and we you know and then when you came up and said that i was like but i already love you oh so it gosh. was really sweet it was yeah. so thrilling and it still is i mean seeing seeing y'all perform the other day and then seeing you at the diner after it just warmed my heart and you're also like theatrical royalty you've worked everywhere you're a dora award winner um <laughs> and nominee and um, a nominee how how did you get involved with the show uh, well, I knew David and Irene, which was so wonderful. I did uh, their first show called My Mother's Lesbian Jewish Wiccan Wedding, which was amazing. <laughs> that got picked up from a fringe show by the Mervishes, who are major producers in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And they they threw it on the stage there. And I, I'd actually originally been cast as, as one of the moms. And I turned it down to go do summer stock because I thought I better make some money. And fringe, you don't make any money. Like I, I once did a fringe show, I made $19. Oh um, you know, so when the show got picked up, I thought, well, I picked the wrong thing to follow. And, and but I kind of stayed in touch a bit and, and wished them well because it was a beautiful story. And they added one female ensemble and one male ensemble. And I just sent the director a note and said, can I please audition for that? Because I just want to be part of the story. And he said, sure. And then I got to be in, in the show. And so when I got to audition, I think it helped me kind of get in the room, but I was not their first choice. They offered it to someone else. And then that person turned it down. And then I said, yes, I will do it. Yeah. That's I, just, I always think it's good for people to know that it doesn't always, you know, like being second choice or third choice or whatever, as long as you're there doing it. It's great. As long as you're a choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a know, choice. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I do a lot of audition coaching and I always tell people like the gig is not to get the gig. The gig is to show up, be prepared, be passionate, be present, give a fierce option of you. Mm. And that is your job. Yeah. I always say book the room. Like if you don't book the job, book the room, like get that room to see what you can do. Exactly. I, I love a fierce option of you, Joshua. Mm -hmm. That see, is so good. I'm yeah. a wizard. I can um, see. A no, word wizard. I always say, mind your back, Tonya Harding. That's what I say. <laughs> you just hear a bunch of people in the waiting room screaming, why? <laughs> oh, sorry, Nancy. Had to, had to, had to make the joke. Um, you know, and what I was doing Groundhog Day, so we were all in the same Tony season, and... I was rooting for y'all so bad because I was like, we ain't winning shit. There's nobody here. We're, we're closing in a second. <laughs> so, and I just rooted for y'all so hard and I still am. It's, I think it's one of the best musicals to ever happen. And it's, it's, it's so real. And it's not like when people call it the nine 11 musical, I'm like, ah, it's really, it's so much bigger than that. It's seeing humanity at its best mm. when we're mm -hmm. often feeling our worst. Mm. Um, 
And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, Delon, the scenes with you when you have to go borrowing barbecues hmm. from people, which I couldn't imagine doing. And, you know, the fear that would come along with it, which you show so beautifully because you make it hilarious because it's so real in that truth. Mm. Um, but also because we're in Gander, we know that, you know, everybody's going to be like, sure, and here's a hundred dollars and a fish. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But uh, it's so great. Um, Astrid, did you get to meet Beulah? Yes, we're, we're, we're friends. And actually, I was just thinking the other day, I need to, to give her a call. So Beulah and Diane, who kind of are a, a mix of uh, my characters, a, a mashup of, of uh, Beulah Cooper and Diane Davis. And uh, we, I got to meet them um, when we did the concert for them in Gander. We had kind of a, a big dinner beforehand that they made for us in the international airport in Gander. And it was of kind of like a did. prom uh, I'm sure you know a bit about proms, Josh. Uh, it was like prom meets uh, awards ceremony meets family reunion. So when I met Beulah and Diana, it was really like, oh, I know these women. Like the casting of this show is very smart. It's the hearts and characteristics and personalities kind of match up. So I was like, these two ladies love a joke. They 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 are good, kind, loving people. And then when we did the show for them, fortunately, they all loved how they were represented it was quite a magical experience to do to do that so that's beautiful i can't yeah. imagine like i'm i would be devastated if beulah was like this was shit <laughs> you know like i hate and you know, jokes you know what if and if beulah didn't like it i'm sure she would she would have have said because she's a very honest person and we were just i was just there a couple of years ago visiting her with my friend lisa i took lisa and lisa and i went to to newfoundland together and we went to gander and we stayed at beulah's house so i mean she's and diane showed us all over fogo island so we got to have our own mini um come from way experience with them oh, that's so, which is amazing. so cool patrina did you get to meet bonnie I did. Yeah. I met Bonnie at the SPCA in Gander. Uh, I had tried beforehand to meet her. I met her at the same thing that Astra's talking about where we took the show to, uh, to Gander. Uh, but when I first came home from La Jolla, um, I that just shortly after that was driving across the province to the thing that in the show that uh, Oz says, well, you take a bus and then you take a ferry and then you take, I was doing that except I was driving my own car. Uh, and again, Gander is around lunchtime, but I was highly motivated this time. I was like, we are stopping and I'm going to SPCA and I'm going to be Bonnie Barrett. And we stopped and we went in and, uh, I was a little, um, 
extra at the time because <laughs> I was excited. And I went in, I was like, it's Bonnie Harris. There's like this play. I don't know if she knows about me. Anyway, I'm involved. And I was pretty flighty. And the poor woman behind the counter just sort of looked at me and was like, no, 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 she's, she's not here. And I thought, oh, it's because I'm very aggressively insane at this moment. So she's protecting her friend. And I said, oh, sorry, uh, I have a car. I could I could meet her somewhere like, you know, a, a coffee shop or something, thinking maybe she'll feel safer in a public place. <laughs> and uh, and the woman said, no, 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 no. She's out on a call about a baby moose. <laughs> so oh, Bonnie, Bonnie. Bonnie was rescuing a baby moose. And I went, OK, thanks. I'm going to go now. <laughs> she's busy. Mm. <laughs> You're like, that actually helps me with my character. Can I oh, come assist with the baby moose? <laughs> right. But then I did get to meet her at the SPCA and um, I'm going to see her again. You're not ready for this, Josh. In the first week of December, me and Bonnie are going to the Columbus Zoo to have a look at some bonobo chimpanzees. Oh my gosh. Including, including <laughs> one whose name is Gander. Amazing. <laughs> that makes me want to cry. Me too. <laughs> I mean, the relationship that you have with these animals, and it's yeah. just, and the fact that that animal happened to be there and ready to give birth. Yeah. I mean, it's Bonnie's just a hero. They they all are heroes. Delon, did you get to meet? I know it's based on a few, you know, a few different people. Um, What's his, his name was Mike, is that right? Uh, it's Tom McCown. <laughs> so close. <laughs> <laughs> There's an M in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did get to meet. I, I, I got to meet Tom a little bit later. Um, uh, I'm a composite of Shirley Brooks Jones, who's a um, very different from me, a smaller, older woman um, who is from Ohio, who started a, 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 a scholarship for one of the schools that they stayed at in Lewisport, Newfoundland. Huh. Um, and Tom McCown is, is kind of like the bulk of my character. He's a New Jersey guy, uh, very much uh, apprehensive and suspicious about all the kindness and generosity <laughs> coming his way, right? Giving I would that, be too. I, I, mean, I had the same feeling. Like, I'm not putting my wallet here. Like, well, and also the idea that like <laughs> th that it's uh, not a quid pro quo, but that it's a, uh, a one for one kind of exchange. You give something to somebody that you're going to want something. Right. The idea that like that, that's how like human commerce, human interaction works, even on a relation relational level, like it's a transactional thing. So the idea that the transaction doesn't exist and that you're just giving this out of like altruism um is so foreign you know especially if you live in new york or the tri-state area yeah in america right <laughs> so um yeah uh so the i i completely and, and he's actually uh, um he's really kind generous sweet man um soft smoking you know um but really uh intentional about his words so like when he says something it's usually something very significant and uh heartwarming and i try to take that away from um uh, because I'm clearly verbose and gregarious. So <laughs> I'm trying to apply a little bit of that to Bob uh, every day on stage. Wow. Well, no, I mean, I felt that so much. Whenever I leave the city, like even people at Starbucks and they're like, hi, good morning. How are you? I'm like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or like, I, I need a tall coffee, not a new friend. I don't understand. Why you're being so nice to me. I don't un You don't get paid enough to be this nice to me. Is that, What's the angle? You need a smoke? I'll get you a smoke. Um, well, and 
And in customer service, a lot of times I find people are like, not that, right? They're very much like, hey, here, go. Yeah, next, moving on. So when somebody actually, when you hear a subway person go and have a nice day, like, oh, you know, the 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 conductor over the, the loudspeaker, the PA, I'm confused. You're like, are you high? Should I be worried for my safety? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck you too, lady. Like, you know. But I love, but New Yorkers that people always say, you know, they're all this and rough and tough and all that. But I, anytime I've ever been in New York earlier, what before I got to know New York, if I looked lost, even for a second, somebody would be there. Where do you yeah. need to go? Mm-hmm. You go left, you go right. Okay, you got it? Good. And they'd be gone. They wouldn't wait for like a, a you know, a thank you. It was just like, okay, it's my, I got to look after you because I don't want you like falling into the street or something. It's, it's kind of, there is that kind of kindness here. It's got a rougher edge, but I, I constantly see it. It constantly is like coming up and there's good, there's such good stuff in this city too. That way. I agree. I, there is a sort of the sensation to it, the, that kind of rough and tumble aspect to it is that it always feels like the local person's uh, attitude is you're in the way. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me help you be not in the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's spot on. There's yeah. a bit of that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My friend just came to visit and was like, do you think New Yorkers are rude? And I was like, no, New Yorkers are busy. We we don't have cars, so we're on the sidewalk. That is our car. Like, if you're on the freeway, yeah. would you roll down the window and be like, hey, how's it going? To, like, the other car? <laughs> no. Oh, my God, Josh, that is that actually has illuminated something for me. What a wonderful way to say it. Yeah. That it's kind of like we are our own cars on the sidewalk in New York, and we just don't have time to be like, hey. Yeah. And if you do see someone or you do say, hey, like you would on the freeway, you pull over. (laughs) Please. Oh, I wish people would. I love our I love the people who visit our city. But please get off your phone. Stop walking like you're you're the only person on the Like, just pull over to buy a building and then take a look at your phone where you're going to go. Then put your phone away and walk. Yeah. Or stand to the right or something. Pull over. I take the pedestrian (laughs) express lane which is the curb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk the curb. Walk around it. Walk. Yeah. Especially, well, especially in Times Square. Oh, Times Square. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad Outside that- all of those big metal uh, bastions they've put up on the curb. <laughs> That's the quickest way to get anywhere. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And you know where to like stay, stay clear of the Elmos. Mm. And, <laughs> which I think they should also have a health code like the restaurants do. Like this <laughs> Elmo has a C rating. <laughs> Has a beat rating, like when were you dry cleaned? You know exactly. Are there rats? Yeah. What's happening in that suit? I, I want to know what their equity contract is because it's terrific. I think I'm sure they're well I'm protected. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, they pay their dues. No plan, no dues. Oh God, I hate people. Um, but it's you true. don't hate people. Well, I don't hate people. It's just funny to me. Um, <laughs> but no, when I I used to hand out flyers for Legally Blonde in Times Square, and I had to wear a clean pink shirt. I looked a little like the Kool Aid guy, 
And I'd just be like, come see Broadway's brightest new star, Bailey Hanks in Legally Blonde, 12 Girls, Two Dogs, Get Into It. Um, I Wait, think now I think I, you're confusing your earlier job. I'm starting to feel like there's a crossover whoa, between handing out flyers and doing the sex phone operating. Very thing. similar. One, one person got really mad at me when I handed them a flyer and they were like, do I look like a tourist to you? And I was like, yes. Yes, you're in Times Square. You look exactly, you're a human in Times Square. What else would you be if you were not passing out flyers for Legally Blonde like I? <laughs> um, so, okay, the pandemic happened. We've got to talk about the pandemic. All right. Um, and it's, I know it's still happening. Right. What are you talking about? It's over. How dare you? It. It's Just a hoax. It doesn't exist. It's fallacies and lies. Um, now, Astrid, Petrina, did you both go back to Canada? Yes. yes. Smart. <laughs> oh, I was I in Argentina at the time. I, I, I flew out of Argentina, landed in New York, and then I was out of New York in about uh, less than 12 hours. I was on another wow. plane to Toronto. Yeah. Wow. And I imagine, like, all of us... I mean, I sort of was like, this isn't going to last two weeks. This is going to be a long thing. But everybody was like, nope, we're going to be back in two weeks. See you soon. And I was like, okay. Delon, did you stay in the city? I did. And I, I consume a lot of news. So I was when people were like, oh, two-week shutdown, I was like, oh, guys, mm -hmm. have you been watching? Like, this started in December, right? It started in, like, early December. The news was like... Guys, there's a pandemic coming, or you the know, the entire just, country of Italy has shut down. It's you know, gonna last well, a little longer. Well, I was yeah. watching it when it was still in China, and I was like, "Oh yeah. God, that's gonna go everywhere." Um, yeah, but I stayed to answer your question. I saved most of it here in my um, my prison of an apartment in Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> um, I have a lovely apartment, but spending so much time in it, I'm realizing it, it it became a little bit of a solitary confinement for sure. It did you know i mm -hmm. i stayed in new york for a lot of it and you know it was like well this is the time of day i go and sit at the window and look yes. outside and i like this window because i can see a certain tree you know it was so <laughs> also like my neighbors that i could see that had backyards i oh, get gosh. so jealous yes and one of them had a barbecue like every fucking day and i was like <laughs> Stop with the barbecues or I'm throwing a basket down there with a rope and you're feeding me every day. <laughs> you backyard bastard. Put the lotion on it. Wait. But it puts no. the lotion on it skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> I'd just be throwing buckets of water out the window trying to douse the barbecue on it. <laughs> I, I would wrangle water. an invitation. I would wrangle Share an or else. Yeah. Share or die. Um... You know, I I almost thought about putting a baby pool out on the fire escape, but I was like, I don't think that will go well for me. Um, I, I just, yeah, I don't think that would be a great idea. So I didn't do it. You should help well, it would instantly become a bird bath and then it would really be mm. not a good idea for you. That's true. And yeah. that was not the way that I am going to choose to die. <laughs> no. That's not my journey. Maybe that would be Bonnie's. She likes the animals. Maybe that's Bonnie's <laughs> journey. So what was it like coming back to New York after, I mean, getting the call and being like, we're opening again? 
Well, we, we, we came back to do the, the film first. We, we came and bubbled all together in the hotel in April. And we did that, the, the film version of, of Come From Away for Apple TV+. Plus. What was that like? It was fantastic to see everybody and nerve wracking and weird and yeah. odd. Yeah, the city Friends. was definitely quieter, um, just less active than I had been used to seeing, of course. And uh, um, talking to some people who have been here, the like Sharon Wheatley and her company lives uh, kind of in the theater district area. And, and for her, she was like, no, no, things are actually starting to come back to life now. And mm. I was walking around going, how could it have been even quieter than this? Mm. I heard a dog barking on a third floor in an apartment on like Ninth Avenue. And I was like, when does that happen that you can yeah. actually hear those kinds of noises and a bird chirping in a tree? Like I've never heard a bird sound in Hell's Kitchen ever, ever. in my life. Mm. So uh, those kinds of things were weird. And, you know, it's part and parcel of, of rebuilding from everything that happened. I mean, it's not just the pandemic, uh, the George Floyd, Floyd uh, uh, murder trial and, and, and the murder itself and all that. There was so much fallout from all of that. And I know New York really, um, there were clashes and, and difficulties and protests and the city really was um, full during that period of time of anxiety and, and anger and, and, and of course, completely validated outrage. Um, so the city feels a little, there's a little bubbling underneath that I feel that I don't know that I noticed before, yeah. uh, that there's tension in general. And um, um, the city sort of feels a little dirtier almost. You know what I mean? Like there's a bit more dirt around. There's uh, certainly, I'm coming from again, very small. St. John's Newfoundland has a population of about 130,000 people. And that's if you include all of what could be considered suburbs. So it's a very small place. Uh, and yes, we have poverty, poverty exists everywhere, but to see the people uh, on the streets around, you know, 42nd Street, 8th Avenue, that area, who are so in jeopardy, so completely abandoned uh, uh, in greater numbers than I've ever noticed before. Mm -hmm. I have, I've found that really, really hard. Uh, and I, grapple with myself every day as to what I, not that I can solve everybody's problems, but I, I just, I have a hard time with myself every day going, what can you do? What can you do? How can you help? Um, Cause it just seems uh, worse than ever. And, and I, I don't know. I just, yeah, find it difficult. I agree. Um, and it part, reminds part of, me, you know, go sorry, ahead, sorry, Astrid. No, no, I was just going to say, but part of that, the exciting thing, like in that area and in Broadway is I, I do sort of meshed in with all that vulnerable, vulnerable people and other things that are happening and the tensions. There's also, I feel an exciting time and a creative time where we're seeing some change in our industry and I'm seeing more plays, more diversity. And I'm excited by that. So I, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm sort of like inside all of that, you know? Yeah, I agree. On I, sunny side, I, I guess I'm trying to see this, the not, I don't know, being, well, it's you know, both. I'm, not, I'm not being Pollyanna. I'm, I'm literally saying, I think there's an exciting possibility and I feel like it's being seized upon and I'm hoping things are changing. And I agree. Know. I, uh, I feel like it's all gray area, everything in life. There's tragic, there's hopeful, there's change. Some change is quick. Most change is slow. You know, but there is change. Um, just like 
I remember in the early days of the pandemic when I went to a doctor appointment in Times Square and there was nothing, no cars, no people. It was bizarre. And also, <clears throat> it's like there was no plan for the homeless community, mm. for the especially the homeless that have severe mental health or addiction issues. Mm -hmm. It was like, does nobody see how bad if this is for them, there's no tourists to help them. There's no program in the city, really, that's helping them. And um, it the, the pandemic been really hard to watch. The pandemic has meant anyone. I mean, we're afraid of each other more than we ever were because of the pandemic, because you can literally catch something by talking to someone. So mm -hmm. someone you see on the street who is completely in jeopardy, you have absolutely no idea what their health status is and like you're more afraid i guess is what i'm saying to help them in any way because they could very possibly have covid because how would that person get vaccinated and why would they be safe from something you know what i mean like it just it adds another layer to what distances us from the people who are vulnerable and uh, i guess i'm just bemoaning that i, I don't have a solution or Anything optimistic to say? I'm just well, you know, sad. I'm I think, just saddened by it. That's I, I do think the <laughs> the the pause on life and the pause uh, really allowed a lot of uh, things to shake loose. Meaning, like your example of like the homeless, right? Homelessness was not a was was definitely an issue in the before times, as we call them, right? Mm -hmm. We just we just had so much swirling around in our own lives and so much swirling in this crazy busy city. Not only that's not specific to New York in any urban area, right? That we we couldn't identify it or we were just so used to seeing it in a certain way, right? Yeah. Then the world stopped. And to your point, Josh, like there weren't services, there weren't um, I don't know, a, a things to help th those people specifically and then it was exacerbated because not only that they couldn't be in a congregate setting so where do they go they tried to they put them in hotels and they were trying to figure it out in real time right um but i think uh the the, the optimistic part of you i the point of view i guess i have of the pandemic is that like whoa uh we were able to pause and look and and uh, to your point Astrid the the industry was like hey this stuff is not okay now that we're paused when we when we defibrillate this thing let's have a conversation right to you know it, it's sad Patrina like but I swear to I was talking to my mom on 48 uh 44th between 8th and 9th and I was like man I have never seen anybody smoking crack on the street right here they're just do it but it's like I, I'm of the opinion that like I need to see that we have to see that because, because it exists here and I know it's not pretty but it's all but it's forcing you to forcing us rather I should say to ask that question like well why isn't anything being done what can I do what should be done let me go vote <laughs> you know yeah. let me let me pick up and, a newspaper and, and, and see what's happening yeah. here and there are some services and the one the one lovely thing that our industry does do with Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS is mm -hmm. there a lot of uh, I got to sit on the board and like just do the disbursements of, of funds and stuff. And and like, you know, there are there are it's not enough, but but we're we're trying. There are like, um, oh, was it uh, I forget the name of the place, but there's a uh, you know St. Luke's. Uh, you know, soup kitchen, there's also like, uh, I think it's God's love or something like there's all these different places that yeah. are trying to put things out there and help people who are vulnerable. So there is there is some stuff that can be done. And they've always been doing it pre pandemic. It's just that also the pandemic pushed a lot of people out who were doing just okay. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. as, as artists, we've probably mm-hmm. all at some point in our lives had that, like, I'm living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck kind of like, and then that would happen is people lost that paycheck and they couldn't mm-hmm. live paycheck to paycheck. And suddenly they couldn't stay where they were and there was some debt relief and stuff, but, but wow, to get suddenly pushed out of your home, you know, And sometimes to add to that, people don't have the resources, meaning the internet, right, to get access to things like unemployment and to services, or Mm -hmm. they're um, maybe um, technologically uh, deficient, so they can't, they don't have the skill set to navigate the internet. So that's also a hurdle in what you're talking about, too. And mental health issues, too, because people get very paranoid very quickly, and they don't want to be tracked by anyone even people who are trying to help them so that's well one of the first things that struck me when when it was you know everybody has to shelter in place was um what about the people for whom home is the last place they need or want to be like domestic situations that i'm sure there are people who have fled their domestic situation during this who are now possibly out in the street and just we've hijacked your podcast into a <laughs> no it's well, social democracy conversation. it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin so go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> but it's beautiful because I think that all of this stuff is what I get from Come From Away. We cannot necessarily change the world or solve all the problems, but we can contribute. Hmm. Hmm. When times are horrible, we can do something, at least for one person, whether that's a stranger or somebody in our life that's struggling. I got more depressed than I've, you know, I've always dealt with depression, but it got to like a new place where if I didn't have my friends in my community, you know, like mm-hmm. who who knows? Mm-hmm. But and isn't isn't mm-hmm. a big part of that being seen, Josh? I mean, I think one of the smallest things that we can do that is very real about these people that we were talking about is seeing people. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine how invisible you must feel when people just go go past you all the day? Even if you can't give somebody something, if you just say, "Hey, sorry, buddy, I don't have any cash on me. I hope your day gets better." Whatever it is, a little moment of seeing somebody, I think that just seeing their dignity and their humanity is important. Yeah. And I, and I know being seen by my friends during the pandemic, it's, it's life-saving just knowing somebody's like checking in on you. Yeah. And there, I mean, there have been tons of stories uh, during this period of time where communities and people have rallied to help people in need. Um, and even like right now, actually in BC, in Canada, the, the major uh, artery of a highway that connects Vancouver, the biggest city in BC, to the rest of the province has been wiped out by flooding and landslides. And it's a, it's a huge crisis. 
but I've seen a bunch of stories about people who were like, these people took us to their home. They fed us. They put us up for the night. They took care of us because we were stranded. Wow. So there, there is, these things do happen all over the place uh, all the time that someone needs help and someone goes, I can do that. I can help. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Seriously. Or God. whatever deity you're, uh, uh, Jeebus is my personal deity. So. Yeah. <laughs> Jeebus Krause. Yeah. He's not, he's not popular, but he's mine. <laughs> well, I love him now. I love Jeebus. Um, <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's just, I, your show gives me hope. Also seeing that Times Square is slowly coming back, that people are seeing a Broadway show sitting in the audience of yours. Um, especially because I was seated around people that had not seen it before. Mm. And so getting, you know, like I was crying, you know, happy tears, sad tears, bopping to the music, but getting to watch them experience and see what happens with, you know, with all of your characters. Um, and um, with, uh, is it Nick and Diane? Is that correct? Mm. Yes. And, you know, celebrating that and, um there's just nothing like it. I left the theater with my friend crying and so thankful because during the pandemic, and I'm not somebody who sees shows over and over again, it was the only show that I wanted to see. Wow. I just oh wanted to be reminded wow. of humanity. I, You feel like you know these people in a weird way. You want to be connected to them too. You know, you don't want to be in that situation, right. but you do want to go to Gander and be like, I'm moving here and starting a children's theater company and we're doing Joseph. <laughs> we're doing Joseph. We're going to have animals from Bonnie. Oh, um, Bob's going to come up and see the show. He's going to, he's going to grill. He's going to yeah. set out and barbecue. Yeah, Eula's son is going to make sure that everything is fire safety proofed, you know, all that kind of stuff. And feed everybody sandwiches. <laughs> um, sandwiches for sure. Well, 2022 in Newfoundland, Labrador is actually, uh, they're branding it as come home year. But the it's to entice people, uh, expats to come home. But they're extending it to uh, other people as well. It's like, everybody come home. Josh, wow. maybe we so should there go, go together. 2022. I would love to go one day <laughs> and just meet them all. I just Josh, they like, would love you. Your, oh, your gosh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful heart. Are you kidding? You would be a I hit. Wanna and you're funny. The fish. I really want to kiss the fish. And I it don't can like happen. fish. <laughs> um, oh, well, listen, thank you all so much for just taking a moment to talk with me. The show is so special and your work is all so special. You know, like Astrid, Petrina, I've seen you both perform. Uh, this is my first time getting to see you, Delon. So I went on like a little YouTube spiral. Oh, and gosh. you're like, look out for me, home on water. I was like, oh, yes, the talent. Oh. Um, fabulous, fabulous. You you are a gem. You, I love you, Josh. I love you. Oh my gosh, I love you too. Astrid Delon, you know what Josh is? He's a trout. He's a trout. Oh, he's uh, a trout. He's only a trout. I've never felt sexier. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to walk around being like, you want to hook up? I'm a fucking trout. <laughs> it's funny. 
what like how kids have these new words just speaking of trout somebody that i'm working right now working with right now is like oh i love your shoes and she was like my son says that they're drippy which i guess means it's really cool and i was like kids wow. are calling cool things drippy Drippy. I don't. It just makes me it's old and they're, angry. It's because they're on acid all the time. Yeah, I'm like, your son is an addict, and that is a problem, and he's only eleven. <laughs> My I'm shoes are not dripping. <laughs> your vision of the world is dripping. It's the acid. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm obsessed with you all. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for being back on Broadway. It. Your show matters, and um, I know that can sound pretentious when people are like, this show is important. <laughs> but it is. And when you come to New York, people, see it. If you've already seen it, see it again. It's so worth it. And if you're not able to come to New York, watch it on Apple. Is it Apple Plus? Apple That's TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. It's there. It's available. The cast is perfection, up and down. Um, you will be inspired and um, you will know that even in times like this, you are making a difference. Oh, Josh, all of you, you are. So, so much love to you all. Thank you for being here. Come see, come from away and listen, all of you swallowers. Thanks for tuning in and making season three happen. You can continue to by going to www.patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. We have a Zoom party coming up where we all get together from all, we all come from away onto Zoom and talk and catch up and just be the beautiful theater community that we are. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more Alan Rowe the credits Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive and swallow you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.